Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Dangerous World Podcast here. Coming at you early on a Friday morning, so if my voice sounds a little different, I'm not sick or anything, I'm just uh, still waking up here. But I wanted to get this out for you guys, been um, running around like a, what's the saying, like a chicken with my head cut off over here, right? Um, Been pretty busy, been uh, some new developments in the world over here which are all positive things going on, but it actually brings up one of the, uh, or I should say it ties in with some of the the content here, why I chose to do this strange topic that I usually wouldn't do, although we've been talking about this over on the Patreon where we do the uh, little monthly chats. This topic actually came up towards the end, and I wasn't uh, sure what it was called. They are, of course, known as Grabovoi Codes, And I don't know that I'm pronouncing that 100% correctly, but I know how to spell it. So that's a big thing. Um, More simply, they're called CIA codes. These, of course, come from this Grigory Grabovoy, who seems like a real piece of shit. So, you know, we're going to get into it. And you know that I like to do this housekeeping up front. This may be a shorter episode uh, here for the free uh, portion, but there will still be at least a half an hour over there at the Patreon, patreon.com slash dangerousworldpodcast. And since I did not do a Monday episode this week because I was just behind on everything, my apologies on that, but you should have heard the content over there at The Great Deception anyway, other than just like my bonus stuff that I do on top. Um, Really cool episode that we did. We always have great conversations, and I'm going to make sure that I get both those out on this feed because they were great episodes. Both of those were really, really good. So you'll be seeing an extra episode of MNMD, as I call it, over the weekend and then on Monday. So back-to-back-to-back episodes. I was initially going to release my MMA episode before this, uh, and I still might, but you'll get both of those today. On Friday, the... What is today? The 7th, April 7th, okay? Um, so with that Patreon uh, on the Monday episodes, I like to thank everybody that has signed up in the last month. We got Britton, big thanks, Trev, uh, Bell, I don't know if it's Bell or Belle, I'm going to go with Bell though, um, Canadian, shout out Canada, Alan, huge thanks to you dude, $10, that's not easy to do, I appreciate you very much, Eric, thank you, uh, Kelly, um, which I almost gave away her last name last time. She actually messaged me. She was like, yeah, it's fine. It's not a big deal. So, respect. Uh, Michelle, another Canadian. I Man, we, we really got these Canadians just coming through. And I talk a lot of shit about Canada. But it's not you guys, obviously. It's mostly the fighters from Canada in the UFC that I lose money on betting. So, nothing against Canada as a whole. Uh, your government sucks, though. But, hey, just like ours. Uh, where are we? Where are we? Okay, Travis. Tiffany, um, Rebecca, Joseph, Jed, 
and Russell. Thanks so much, guys. I really, really appreciate all of you. And uh, not to mention the older uh, subscribers and all the people that have supported the show since day one. Planet Fatness. I'm thinking of you here, buddy. Uh, Ron from New England. All kinds of people like that. It's been great. It's been really cool. And sometimes when I really think about it, it's just kind of wild that, that people are actually willing to listen and interact. So thank you to everybody. And there is a new way to interact as well. You can go to the uh, Discord if you're a Patreon. It's the 5 and $10 people, I think. And we just kind of shoot information around. It's pretty fun there. So look for the DM on Patreon if you are involved there. And uh, yeah, the website as well, DangerousWorldPodcast.com. You get the nice uh, t-shirts and whatnot over there. Shane, thanks for placing your order actually this morning, man. It's really cool that uh, it's it's a trip sometimes when you see like a picture of somebody that you haven't gotten to meet and you see a picture of them wearing a shirt that you made. You know what I mean? It's cool. So all this stuff is just fun. If you can't support in any of those ways, I understand. Leave a five-star review. Tell a friend about the show. Send them an episode. That's how the show grows. And it's a free way to help. The reviews take like three seconds. So... I appreciate that very much, guys. Um, and with that being said, like I like I was mentioning, you know, we're getting into a weird topic here. This is not typically something that I tend to cover. Um, I try to keep it, as you know, fairly like fact based, fairly, uh, you know, there's a paper trail. You can you can go back and you can look at all this stuff, and there's not much argument once you see um, exactly the. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to pull up my notes here. But once you see, like, you know, disclosed documents or, you know, things like freaking MK Ultra, where it's, it sounds fantastical, but it's very real, um, you know, the, the alien misinformation, all that stuff, that's the kind of shit that I tend to look into government things, secret societies, you guys know this. But I came across something that uh, kind of just by dumb luck, really. But this is incredibly interesting to me. As I mentioned, the Grabovoi codes. Now... I'll explain why I'm I'm kind of a believer in these things. I'm not 100% sold. I'm like 40%, okay? When I say when when you, when I say I'm like 51%, it means that I'm convinced that it's real, but I'm not 100% sure about it. So 40% is is not as huge as it seems, right? Um I, I'm not quite there into believing that they're 100% real. There could be some coincidences behind what I myself have experienced with these codes, okay? Um, now, you know, it feels goofy. It feels like I'm trying to sell something here with this when I go through it. I'm not at all. I just want more people to try this and see if, uh, if they get any kind of, you know, if they notice any changes, if anything goes on by using these things. And it's literally what I'm going to share towards the end here. Some of these numbers, I'll share a link, actually a series of links that uh, you can try these out yourself. So I'll tell you the method of how to do it. It's essentially manifestation, which I'm not really big on. I understand that you can you can go out there and you can make things happen for yourself and visualizing something is good, but I think it's been overused, right? Manifesting all kinds of different things. Sometimes it, it gets a little weird um, when people are just sitting in a dark room meditating on it. There's you know, not to bring up UFC constantly, but there's UFC fighters that talk about this, and I get it. I understand that it is a thing that works for some people. Just seems a little off to me how, how it's used, okay? But nonetheless, this is some real stuff. Now, um, what these are, essentially, they're known as the cheat codes of the universe. I mentioned it's a series of numbers. 
basically close your eyes, you repeat it in your head over and over again, you can write it down. A more official big word definition of it is um, these Grabovoid numbers or, or uh, more commonly referred to as Grabovoid codes, CIA codes, sometimes referred to as the cheat codes of the universe, are radionic sequences represented as numbers that change our vibrational frequency by using electronic magnetism to attract our desires for a feeling or for some sort of purpose, right? Now, um, I believe in frequencies. I think that that if you are sore or if you, God forbid, have some sort of like serious disease, I actually think that frequencies could help cure those things, whether it's an ailment or a, a full-on disease. There's been some serious like research into this, and I think that it's it's something that merits more focus and needs more attention for sure. But I mentioned, you know, that this guy, that this guy that's credited with creating these, that it's actually named after him, Gregory Grabovoy. I don't know if it's Grigory or Gregory, uh, Russian dude, right? So right away, you know, some people are gonna not like that. He's a fucking scumbag. This dude is a really really bad person. Now, um. As I mentioned, I want to get into like this story, and I might actually bring Kim in to tell her story about this later, but you're going to hear me go through this, and you're going to be like, dude, why are you telling us about these codes? Who gives a fuck? Because this guy is clearly a scam artist. Grabovoy, that is. Um, that's a hard name for me to say. I feel like I'm having a stroke when I say Grabovoy, because I keep wanting to say Grabovi, but Grabovoy. Um, I got to pound that in my head so I don't fuck up here, but... You'll get the idea here, and you'll see why this is so interesting to me. It's fucking crazy. But this dude's born in 63. I want to talk about the man allegedly behind the numbers, okay? Ukrainian roots. So if, you, if you're not turned off by the Russian, you're damn sure turned off by the Ukrainian, right? Um, I myself usually am. When I hear Ukrainian in something, I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on here? He's a Ukrainian dude born in 63, I believe in November. So it's like right around the time that JFK gets shot. Not that that has any coincidence necessarily, but it sure is just kind of interesting when you can time these things out. And it seems like this guy got his start into his predictions and all these things, doing pretty basic work, and it just totally went to his head, right? Um, Apparently, he worked for an aviation company, which is hard to find information on, believe it or not, right? Finding some fucking weird, arbitrary, I think it's out of business now, finding this strange Kazakhstani company, because um, I said, I don't know if I mentioned he's a uh, Kazakhstanian dude, which I think I might have said Russian, but he's a Kazakhstanian, just like Borat, with Ukrainian roots, okay, a lot of weird shit coming out of Kazakhstan, it's a strange spot, I'm not dissing on the people there, because there's some fighters there that'll beat your ass, but pretty strange area of the world, for sure. And this dude working for this company um, actually gets into the the uh, like forecasting problems uh, industry. I don't know exactly what the term is, but basically they hire him to predict using hard data points when something could potentially go wrong. A statistician, maybe, right? Um, but he his his job had forecasting in the title, and he actually started thinking that because he was apparently pretty good at forecasting issues using data um he he thought that he could predict the future and he started it started really going to his head i mean it gets it gets pretty wild here and he did some work also um in psychology on a fairly high level too 
but his work isn't really what's important here. It's just, you know, his straight up like buffoonery, if you want to call it that. Just the the way that this guy seems, he seems like one of these spiritual dudes that I just can't stand, right? I understand there's some good spiritual people out there, and I've been meeting some, so, uh, but you know that I think that there's like a a high chance that you're a piece of shit in your personal life if you're acting like you got everything together on a public level. And I've dealt with these people before. So yes, I do um I do stand behind what I believe in these, you know, spiritual new agers, okay? They're always just so positive and they're they're allowing all kinds of emotions to come in and feeling certain feelings and, and they're really in touch with their feelings. And if you're in touch with the good feelings, you're going to be in touch with the bad ones, too. And it's going to lash out, okay? It's going to come out, and you're going to make an ass of yourself. People do this all the time, okay? Um, but besides that, um, so, you know, I don't know if you want to call... I'm going to go through some of his, you know, some of his shit here. I don't know if you want to call this, like, suspicious or scandalous or whatever. But it starts off for him, it seems, really kind of getting ramped up. He's this forecasting guru in the aviation industry using hard data points, not doing anything crazy. He's not like, oh, this plane's going to crash at this time and all this stuff. Um, I think it's more vague shit, right? It's just kind of like a, telling telling the, the big wigs what they need to spend more money on, what kind of precautions they need to take, whether it be just for passengers or for the business's sake, whatever. Starts getting ramped up, it seems, when he alleges that he met this Baba Vanga lady, another fraud that claims claims that she's a, a clairvoyant, and lots of people say that she predicted 9-11, and Obama being the Antichrist, and all this shit. She predicts things by making open-ended, vague statements, right? Just like all these other fortune tellers and all this shit. She's just a scary-looking chick because she's blind, she's very old. Okay? I'm not saying she's scary because she's blind, but it, 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 it makes it seem like she's definitely got some kind of superpowers. Like uh, Professor X, how he's in the wheelchair, but his mind's super strong, right? She can't see the physical world, but she can see the astral realm and, uh, you know, maybe access the Akashic records. I don't know what people think of her. This isn't about her. This is just interesting that he claims to have met this lady that's very famous i mean i i would say that it wrongfully so because you know usually the the predictions will be like five rivers will converge into one and on this day you know and then they just say like a you know era like in this in the 21st century so and so might do this and it'll look this way you know they're very vague like I said, open-ended bullshit statements that you can really put on anything. When QAnon says watch the water, we have been able to legitimately tie that watch the water in with so many different things. Um, L, One Thumb L on, um, on Cunt actually brought it up, and it fits into a lot of things, right? Um, when there's flooding in, in an area that's not typically flooded, you can say, remember Q said watch the water? And it makes sense. These people are good at doing this. It, it ties into a lot of shit. Um, that's just the the one that comes to mind is that watch the water. But you see what I mean. <laughs> South Park, again, got to reference South Park. There's an episode where one of the kids shows to the town how easy it is to be quote unquote psychic, right? He gets a group of people in a room and he says, does anyone's name start with a P or anyone know someone that, that's name starts with a P? And then, you know, somebody jumps up and it's like, yeah, my, my dad, Peter. And then he's like, 
something happened to him. Like, you know, you're saying broad things, and then the person's like, yeah, my dad Peter died. And he's like, of course, he died. He died uh, sometime in the past. And then they're like, yeah, you know, it's just it's stupid shit. But this is, this is what these people really kind of master. They are able to get this really kind of concrete method of fraudulence. And then it works for him. And, and I think that this kind of is a bulk of what Grobovoy does. Um, Grobovoy and Baba Vanga, all these people that do this kind of stuff, right? Now, these two meet in supposedly in 1995, according to Gregory. I'm just going to call him Gregory because Grobovoy, you're going to hear that word over and over again later. I don't want to beat that into the ground here. But Gregory says that he meets Vanga in 1995 and he claims that he was a translator for her i'm assuming like russian to some other language she's bulgarian i don't know if they have a specific language in bulgaria i want to say it'd be bulgarian but i don't know i'm sure that it's kind of diverse over there as far as the languages now i say that vanga's a fraud and i say that she's not really like this truth seeking type person she's really i, I think she's a, a legit hardcore new ager disguised as somebody that has like the best interest in mind for everybody. And she's trying to expose this wild agenda through her supposed clairvoyant gift. Right. Um, now the reason that I say she's a new ager and why she fits in like with this whole new world order stuff is because this meeting that they were allegedly at, and they supposedly were at this meeting, but Baba Vanga breaks it down a lot different than than Grigori does. He makes it seem like they were real real close friends, right? And like Vanga liked him and, and admired his work. That's not what she says, okay? At this little translation meeting type deal that they were doing, listen to some of these topics that they were supposedly talking to. This is right up our alley here on this show, right? Uh, they talked about issues related to uh, and check, like I said, check this topic list out. Nuclear and ecological risk for the planet. The prolonged nation of human life. A little cosmism in there. They are Russians, after all, in that area. The possibility of not dying. Cosmism again. And the unification of religions all being discussed at this meeting. This is all One World Order stuff, right? These are not... I mean, they're not even really hiding it. They're talking about how, yes, we're trying to push this agenda through. And... There you have it. I mean, just weird, weird stuff. It seems like all these high-profile people, in some way, shape, or form, get back to religions being discussed uh, as as unification, um, you know, increasing the life expectancy, taking nukes away, all this stuff, right? It's repeated over and over again. This is this is a very common thing for these freaks, and. Like I said, Vanga describes this whole story different. She does not seem to like the dude. And um, basically says that that she expelled him from this meeting, kicked him out of this meeting. Didn't even want him there. I think he, it sounds like uh, from, from her standpoint of the story, he kind of like tried to jump in and get involved with this meeting. No one there wanted any part of him. And so they were like, no, get the fuck out of here. But he says that he translated. So take both sides with a grain of salt. They're both frauds going against each other. It is just funny when one fraud sees the other fraud and they're like, I don't like I don't like their type of forgery or whatever. And then they kick him out. And we, we get more into forgery with him here. But I want to get into this ad break really quick. Um, if you don't want to hear the ads, skip ahead. If you don't hear the ads because you're on Spotify or whatever, you're not getting any ads. But... Quick couple minutes of ads here. It helps keep the lights on, so to speak. 
and then I will get back into some of the story and the just real, like I said, buffoonery of um, of Mr. Grigori Grabovi here, and then we'll get into the numbers themselves. But quick break, and I'll see you on the other side of it. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Perfect. There it is. There's the break. And it's funny, I, I could imagine with... Uh... If you're not hearing the the ads, it's just me being quiet for a second, right? So that's cool. It makes me feel just super awkward uh, and sound really awkward there. But this dude can, you know, we, we left off talking about how Vanga and uh, Gregory's stories don't line up with this alleged meeting that they had, whatever. Not really important, just trying to lay the foundation of how goofy this dude is, okay? Even when he's trying to talk about others in his industry of of really fringe, you know, anytime you're talking about like clairvoyance and predicting the future and shit like that, it's a pretty small community. It's kind of weird when people don't like each other in that world. I guess it makes sense, though. Um, he goes on to create like nonprofits. He does this nonprofit in Russia with some high level government officials. Actually, it sounds like the vice president um, and, and potentially like Putin even like I don't know 100 percent that like how high up this went but he made this uh drug foundation where he peddled his bullshit it's called the drug foundation d-r-u-g-g um and this is where he peddles all of his stuff his his hacks to life all of this stuff and this his his ego really starts getting inflated here and he goes hard in this shit and the drug foundation is actually really hard to find information on too i found a little bit nothing too provocative but when, anytime you type in like Russian Drug Foundation, you're going to find a lot of information on like the current uh, like drug fighting programs or whatever they got in Russia, right? Now, I really do find it interesting that he has had so much problems trying to get his information out, right? There's always people that are liable for a scam um, or not liable, but uh, susceptible to getting sucked into it, right? And this guy doesn't seem like he's getting much traction with his work, so to speak, despite hanging out with high level politicians, um, seeming kind of like some sort of intelligent spook or something, right? Um, kind of interesting that no one is accepting what he's doing. It's not till later when he gets a, uh, a picture with, I believe the Kazakhstani president and, uh, you know, forges the dude's signature and makes him seem like they're good buddies and makes it seem like the president endorses his work when he really starts scamming people. And I that that's a, I bring all this stuff up, of course, related to these numbers that are his name is attached to. It's an interesting concept to use somebody so controversial and such a scumbag. It's an interesting concept to put some valid information behind them, something that you would want to keep suppressed. Right. If these numbers work, and I've seen them work, I just don't know if it's coincidence or not, it's interesting to attach something that could be so beneficial to humanity and to people behind this guy, right? 
you're going to look into this. And then that's the first thing I thought when I'm like, damn, this number worked. I'm going to, I'm going to research this a little bit. I'm going to, you know, try to find out some more information. And then I start learning about the dude and I'm like, what a fucking piece of shit. You might not think that he's done anything bad yet, but he, he does. Here we go with that shit. Because, you know, this, this dude claims to be able later after he's just failed with trying to get his information out there, claims to be able to abolish death, claims to be able to resurrect the dead, cure cancer and AIDS, teleport, and then also it says here to pinpoint and resolve at distance mechanical and electronic problems on airplanes, space stations, and atomic electric power stations, and any other technical constructions. This dude's like Magneto, but for uh, electronics, right? Like he can see, you know, broken parts on airplanes on the other side of the world, right? And this comes from his shitty job at this airline that's no longer in existence, right? Uh, he probably had something to do with the fall of that airline if it is, in fact, out of business. I just couldn't find much information on it, so I was like, fuck it. Now, in 2004, he held a presser in Kazakhstan, I believe, to let everyone know this right here, and I quote, and I'm going to butcher some of these city names because he gets down to, like, the neighborhood that this dude was born in. He says... I, Gregory Petrovich Grabovoy, born on November 14th, 1963, in the village of Kirovskoy, formerly Bogara, Kirov District, uh, Shymket region, Kazakhstan, holy shit, declare that I, Gregory Grabovoy, am the second coming of Jesus Christ. There it is, him and David Icke, dude. Uh, I made this statement based on God's word. The God, the word of God and the fact that I have always been personally sure this means that I have always known it from the beginning, from birth. And in this respect, this statement allows people to be saved. So he's saving people by telling them all that he's Jesus. The universal action of salvation. People can be saved by studying the knowledge that I give and the knowledge of my teachings. At the same time, they can pass on this good news to everyone and at once. So he just saved the world right there. Second coming of Jesus. That's like the highest level of scam artistry that you can come up with, right? This is why I don't really uh, trust David Icke. Because anytime that you're going to say that, whether it was the drugs he was on at the time or whatever, I mean, you can't just say that, right? I, I would never say, even as a joke or a bit, that I'm the uh, second coming of Mohammed, right? I don't believe in, in uh, that religion, but I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't say I'm Krishna. I wouldn't say I'm Jesus. I wouldn't say I'm any of these things. Um, it's just strange. It's a weird way. And it's 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 the lowest common denominator, it seems like, if you're trying to convince a group of people uh, you know, to, to follow your work and to believe in what you're doing. And say, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, you didn't know I'm Jesus? I mean, <laughs> I'm back, you know? Wild, wild stuff. But he seems to hit rock bottom from a moral standpoint. Even he goes farther than that. It's awful to say that you're Jesus, but he goes farther down, um, again, from a morality standpoint. And in 2004, there was this school shooting in Beslan, southern Russia. Tragedy. Uh, a lot of kids died. I didn't count how many there were. There was quite a few pictures of children, uh, not actual dead children, but like their their school photos I want to say like 20. I mean, there was a lot. And these kids, these kids get killed in a school shooting. Um, this dude says to the moms, I can resurrect your children for a small fee. Okay. A lot of these women give him money and it's wild. He ends up going to prison, not for this, 
But he goes to prison for basically running a Ponzi scheme, it sounds like. Does 11 years, from what I understand. And um, so there you have it. I mean, that's the guy that I'm about to to try to sell you on his work, right? And I'm not selling you on his work. I think that this is intentional, as I mentioned. I think that they want to put these numbers behind somebody that would make you turn the other way, that would make you not want to pay attention. Um, Because, yeah, once you start looking into this for any amount of time, you realize that this dude is not somebody that you want to emulate at all. And I would not encourage anyone to, to act like this individual either. But... After he got caught forging that president's uh, signature and all that shit that he was doing, uh, acting like the president endorsed his work, just a casserole of nonsense going on with this dude. Again, y- you're gonna you're gonna not be sold at all on this idea until I get into it, until I share my experiences with it. So hopefully, um, you know, we can we can at least have a discussion about this. It sounds kind of like when I get into it, it sounds like I'm talking about witchcraft. It sounds like something dark. And I know there's a lot of Christians listening. And you know exactly where I sit on Christianity. Not 100% on board. But I, when I say prayers, I do pray to Jesus. I, I pray to the Christian God and all that stuff. Do it every day. Just not 100% sure if anyone's listening. That's That's my big thing. Now, I really do think that this stuff is different than... Uh, than than black magic or any any like witchcraft or anything like that it's kind of the same idea where you know whether it's bullshit or not if we are in some sort of like reality that's controlled at an atomic level by numbers if we're in some sort of simulation type situation or a video game or whatever you want to call it if everything is kind of ran off of numbers this would be like a cheat code right as it says the cheat codes of the universe this would simply be that. I don't think that it has anything to do with witchcraft. I could be wrong. And if, you know, there's somebody that's more uh, aware of the the uh, guidelines and maybe the rules of Christianity, let me know. Um, but it seems kind of like that idea of when people, I've heard stories like people are, are they were born Christian and uh, they're starting to feel some really dark energy or maybe they're terrified and they don't know what to do and just instinctively they start praying to Jesus, right? And then they say that it goes away. And I've heard people saying that using the name of Jesus is almost like a cheat code. And I'm not comparing Jesus to these numbers at all, okay? So don't don't get it twisted. I'm just saying it's the same idea. It's along the same idea. If somebody doesn't believe in Jesus and they're using these codes, it would be like a Christian praying to Jesus and then seeing their results, Right? It sounds like that. Um, I don't think anyone's praying to these numbers. I, I think that basically what it is is, uh, again, people just repeating them, believing that it's going to work. And I think it has a lot to do with your mentality. I think it has a lot to do with um, your rest, how charged you are, how susceptible you are. If you believe in it, again, I think it's massive. But um, we're going to get into them for sure right here because there is actually uh some some pretty important sites to it and we'll actually save that for the end um i I got some stuff on the monroe institute and actually the nih talking about these fucking things okay so you, you probably trust one of those more than the other if you're more um you know in the in the world of like astral projection and all this stuff that's what the monroe institute is behind right robert monroe monroe sorry robert monroe um this Monroe Institute, it's kind of funny, it's known as TMI, like the Monroe Institute, TMI, too much information, kind of weird, 
But uh, we'll get into them at the end because that and the work that the NIH has on this is wild, wild stuff. But I'm going to pull up this site that I found the information on. And of course, this site's got an app and all this shit. I'm not even going to like share the app um, because I'm not trying to plug for this stuff. Because again, not 100% sure that it's real, but I have seen it work right in front of my eyes. It has not worked for me personally. I'm not very good at manifesting as I talk so much shit about it, right? But uh, but Kim made this work for herself big time. And I'm going to read the process that you are supposed to go through. Let me start with the one that is, is really common and really, really popular. This code 55515, okay? If you're in pain, try this with this code, okay? And that's actually where the NIH comes in. And after I describe the process, I will talk about what the NIH uh, says now, the steps here. Um, number one, listen to your Grabovoi sequence and repeat the numbers 28 times. So maybe you could you could record you could record yourself saying the number 28 times. Try to put it on a good frequency and play it. I don't know exactly how you could do that. I know in my editing app here for the, the software um, that, that I use to create the show, record the show, I can change the, the Hertz levels, right? Maybe something like that. Maybe you could do a little research on that if you wanted to go about trying this. And I don't know as much as this is like a process versus just, you know, ways to get this done. So I mentioned the have this played to you 28 times. Second option, focus on the numbers by looking at them for five minutes. Three, memorize the sequence and repeat them back multiple times during the day. Fourth option, write it on a piece of paper 28 times, like do, do the old Bart Simpson, right? Write it over and over again. Visualize the numbers and your manifesting desire. Excuse me. Number six, uh, imagine the number sequence coming from a ray of light or burst of energy. Number seven, picture the numbers in 3D and the color silver. Interesting. And this is a British site because they spell color with a U in it. Uh, write the numbers on a piece of paper, then put a glass of water on top of the paper. Water has incredible energetic transfer powers. That's interesting. I've heard people doing that. Um, like like setting that, like thinking of that or writing something on a cup, like wealth and then drinking out of the cup. Sounds similar, right? Again, I'm skeptical of all that stuff, but it is interesting nonetheless. Um, number nine, write the write the numbers on a drinking bottle and drink the water. There we go. You're absorbing the number of sequences and energy from the water simultaneously. Uh, 10, design a screensaver for your mobile phone with your number sequence. On average, we check our mobile phones 100 times daily. Okay, so I actually did this when I started the podcast. I had a goal for the Patreon, and I wrote that number. I wrote that dollar amount on there, and I was just seeing it constantly, and it was like it was already there. I also used to have like big mansions on my... Uh, screensaver so it was like I was looking at my own house right but it was a, a clearly something I couldn't afford so that is kind of a cool like new way to do this right obviously people weren't able to manifest things with their cell phones uh back in back in the day as they say but that's a cool one I like that uh create a subliminal track with your Grabovoi numbers playing at a subliminal frequency below consciousness so maybe listen to this while you're asleep is what that's talking about uh 12 Pick a manifestation crystal related to your desires. Okay, I mean, the crystals are coming in. Uh, manifestation crystal related to your desire and write the number on it. You're going to deface your own crystal here. I, I don't know if that's something that, that people really get into. 
Carry the crystal in your pocket and touch it multiple times a day. Okay, so those are some options on how to make this stuff work. And again, the one that I listed is 55515, okay? Now, what's wild and what I came across yesterday, just before we did this episode, um, where is it here? Okay, so go to the NIH, and I'm going to share this link with you. Go to the NIH's website, and they have this really interesting connection with this 55515, the, the one that you're supposed to say if you are in pain, if you're feeling pain. There is a connection there on a genetic level. My last episode was all about genes and computing and all this stuff. This is where I really got sold on it. I don't trust the NIH, but they definitely have information that they don't like to share with everybody. And I think this is it. I think this is some of it, right? Now, on the site, they explain that the gene known as 55515 is implicated in synaptic transmission and pain perception. So that's interesting. This gene... All right, like I mentioned, a shorter episode than usual, but you still get the additional content over there at patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. Continue talking about the NIH and this 55515 gene, and then Kim shares her experiences with this little hack, if you want to call it that. Pretty interesting stuff, guys. I hope that you enjoy it, and I'm really interested to know what you think. And I also hope to see you over at Patreon. Thanks for the support, and take care. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.